Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show with your host, Clifton Grooms. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking eight-man football on our Week 11 pregame show. This is going to be our final segment of the pregame show. It is Clifton Groups here. We're going to be talking about all four districts of eight-man football. Let's not waste any more time. Let's run down some scores. First of all, from eight-man district four. And the one versus eight game, Stanbury was able to defeat Platte Valley. 48 to nothing was the final there. Of course, you know, Albany was um Albany was forced to um cancel the rest of their season due to a COVID-related issue. So they had to um give their game to Rockport, so Rockport was able to advance. East Atchison was able to defeat Northwest Nottoway, 58-12 is the final there. And then Worth County was able to beat Mountain City, 46-26 was the final in that one. Eight-man district three. One-seeded North Andrew was able to hold serve over to Cab, 50-8 was the final there. Padsburg got a bye into the, into the semifinal with uh, Bishop LeBlanc having to uh, give up the rest of their season. South Alton Nottoway held the two-seed. They were able to dispose of Stewartsville, 78-22 to is the final there. And then King City in a Saturday affair, the six-seeded King City, was able to defeat three-seeded Oryx, 72-20. That rounds out District 3. And District 2, the only game that was played in District 2 was Concordia, defeating Santa Fe, 42-32 is the final there. And eight-man District 1, Drexel over Osceola, 61-0. Jasper over Northwest Hughesville, 60-40. Archie over Appleton City, 76-24. And Rich Hill, the sixth seed, over the three-seed Liberal, 48-14 is the final there. Let's go ahead. Let's run down the brackets for this week's semifinal games, starting at eight-man District 4. It is the one-seeded Stanbury Bulldogs. They are going to be hosting Rockport. We had an opportunity to talk with Bulldog coach Shane Hilton before this big game. Here's our interview with Shane Hilton right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking eight-man District 4 football here in Missouri. We got Stanbury head coach Shane Hilton with us on, on again. How you doing, coach? I'm doing well. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm playing football in full swing, my friend. So, um, Coach, um, your team took care of business. Um, 48 to nothing last week over Platte Valley. Just um, walk through the game. Uh, you know, we, you know, we asked the kids to do what, what we needed to do, which was come out and execute and, um, you know, fix a lot of things we hadn't fixed all year, turnovers, uh, penalties, two-point conversions, you know, and uh, we hit all those goals, you know, our goals five or less penalties and, Seventy-five uh, percent two-point conversion and no, in the turnover battle, and uh, we got all three of them. So, you know, when you do that and you're able to run the ball uh, and, and pass the ball effectively, you know, we had the result that we got. Well, coach, your uh, your team did a tremendous job last week. Now it's on to the next, on to the next round, survive and advance. So, um, coach, um, next up on the schedule is a Rockport who. Um, who was able to advance with a forfeit of with Albany's forfeit, so uh, they didn't get to play last week. So, um, give me your um, scouting report as far as Rockport, um, and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? Yeah, no, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a tough report there. Uh, you know, they uh, they were off last week, unfortunately. You know, with uh, with Albany having a forfeit, uh, forfeit, and then um, they played the week before that, but then they were off the two weeks prior themselves for COVID. So. They played one game in a month, um, you know, and I know what I would do with the month, you know, 
you go stir crazy and you think you've changed some things. So, um, you know, we got to go on, you know, what we've seen from them most recently. And, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're not going to throw the ball very often. They're similar to us. You know, they're not a lot of formations uh, come downhill at you on offense and defense. And, you know, we're going to have to definitely, uh, you know, bring our A game to say the least you know, and to be able to take care of them. I think it's going to be a fun district game. It's going to be a fun district, eight-man district four. So, um, Coach Hilton, um, again, I want to thank you so much for um, coming on the podcast. It seems like it seems like I have you on almost every single week. So, um, definitely thank you for coming on, and uh, good luck to you and the boys on um, Friday against Stanbury or against um, Rockport. All right, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, Coach Hilton, for joining us here on the pregame show. And then the next matchup is the two-seeded East Atchison Wolves. They're going to be taking on the six-seeded Worth County Tigers. We had an opportunity to talk with both coaches. We're going to start off with our conversation with East Atchison head coach Aaron Barons right now. And we're here on the Clifford Podcast. We are talking eight-man district four. We got East Atchison head coach Aaron Barons with us. Coach, how are you doing? Doing great, Clifton. Uh, coach, um, as the number two seed in the district, you guys took care of business last Friday night against Northwest Nottaway, 58-12, to 12, just uh, walked us through the game. Yeah, uh, you know, started off really, uh, really probably our best start of the year. Um, came out, uh, played really well on defense, played well on offense. Uh, our quarterback was was out during the week with a, a an illness, a non-COVID illness. Um and so we had a, a different starter quarterback, did a good job for us. And then um, second quarter kind of spun our wheels, had a couple, had one turnover on the goal line. Um, and then third quarter came out, kind of righted the ship a little bit and um, got it over early. So it was a good, it was a good start uh, before having, you know, a really, really good Worth County team coming up. Uh, so let's talk about that game against Worth County. It's a really good district. I've said it from the very beginning. Um, you got the six seed Worth County coming up. Um, coach just um, walks through the scouting report, and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? Yeah, uh, you know, people forget this was the preseason pretty well consensus number one team, uh, and they are finally kind of, you know, healthy and, and got all their guys back. They're big. They're physical. Um, you know, they they look like a, a normal Worth County team. They're fast at the skill positions. They, um, you know, they'll maul you up front and are just you know and overall they do a lot of things offensively they kind of help get their get their speed guys in space they probably have um best running back we'll see all year and and andrew alicon um back there and now they fight they have the gladstone kid back quarterback so you know they do a lot of really good things uh offensively and defensively like i said they're they're huge and um along the d-line and real physical at linebacker and safety so it's going to be, you know, it should be a, a pretty fun physical game. I think, you know, this is going to be a fun – I still think it's a fun district, Coach. Um, you know, both games this week in the um, eight-man district are going to be tremendous, and your game is no exception. So, um, Coach Barron's East Atchison head coach, I want to thank you so much again for um, joining the podcast, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. Appreciate it, Clifton. Thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Barrett, for joining the show. As I did mention, we got Chris Healy from Worth County on the show also. Here's his conversation right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We are talking eight-man district four. We got Worth County head coach Chris Healy with us. How are you doing, Coach? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, always a pleasure to have you, Coach. Um, coach Healy, um, 
Your boys picked up a 46-26 win over the three-seed Mount City. Um, Coach, just uh, walk us through the game. Yeah, I mean, overall, we played a pretty solid football game. I mean, we are going against the two-time defending state champ, Panthers, and we came out and we scored on our first drive, able to able to run the ball, and we won the line of scrimmage battle a little bit there. And then we had a big play on the ensuing kickoff and got the got the ball back on kind of a deep pooch kick where, where we recovered and were able to score and go up two touchdowns early. And then the rest of the first half, we just played well. I think we were up, you know, 36 to six, maybe going into halftime. So we felt pretty good about the first half action. And, you know, overall, we played played probably our best game of the year. Well, definitely, this is when you want to play your best football game of the years in the playoffs. So, um, Coach, um, we got um, eight-man district four semifinals this week. Um, you guys have the number two seed, um, East Atchison. Um, Coach Barron's has a good team there. Um, they're the number two seed. Um, you guys have been really good this year, too. So, should be a fun matchup. So, just um, go through the scouting report as far as East Atchison. And um, what can we expect on Friday? Yeah, and East Ashton's a really solid football team. They've had a really good year. They, they lost early in the year, and then they lost late in the year to Stanbury by two points. So really good football team, really physical. Um, they run the ball well. Offensively, they're just solid with the football, and, and they pound it at you. You know, defensively, they're probably one of the best defenses we've seen all year. They're they're pretty solid on the front end with some size, and then their back end, they got a lot of speed that fly to the football. So they are they're a really good football team and they're going to play with a lot of threats for us. Well, I I've told several coaches already, you know, and Devin and Anthony, I said this is going to be a really really fun district and it's um it's living up to it, coach. And um coach Chris Healy, Worth County Worth County Tigers, I want to thank you so much for um coming on the show again and um good luck to you and your boys on Friday. All right, thanks. Hopefully it's a good game. Thank you so much, head coach Chris Healy of the Worth County Tigers for joining the show. Eight-man district three now, and it's going to be the one-seeded North Andrew Cardinals, and they're going to be taking on the four-seeded Pattonsburg Panthers. We had an opportunity to talk to Cardinal coach Dwayne Williams. We talked about last week's game against the Cab and this week's game against the Panthers. Here's Dwayne Williams here on the pregame show. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We're talking eight-man district three. We got North Andrew head coach Dwayne Williams with us. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing great, Clifton. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure to have you, Coach. Um, number one seed in District 3, you guys took care of business against the Cap, 50-8. to eight. Just um, walk us through the game real quick. Well, we, um, um, you know, we jamboree with, with uh, DCAB early in the year, so we were kind of familiar with them. And, and uh, you know, our goal in that game was to, to, to execute everything we could, the best of our abilities, is to get off to a good start. And, and, and DCAB had a great game plan to, to, to start the game. They, they kind of – it was 16 nothing at the end of the first quarter. And, and you know, uh, I know a lot of people have, were talking about, you know, this will be over at halftime kind of thing because of the records and things. But DCAB did a great job. And, and then, you know, in the second quarter, we were able to get some things going and pull away from them a little bit. And, you know, uh, Coach Wardlow made the decision to make it a halftime game because, one, the score was out of hand a little bit. And then, he, you know, he knew we had a chance to continue on and, and play for some, hopefully some, some more games down the road. And he didn't want to risk us having an injury or something, which is a class move on his part. And, and uh, we really appreciated that, getting our kids a chance to get some young guys in the game at the same time, you know, uh, eliminate some of the risk for injury that we might have had and, and, and still come out with a victory. Well, Coach, uh, one other thing I was really wanting to talk about with that game, uh, there was a very special moment towards the end of the game and a very special touchdown. Can you um, talk about that? 
You bet. Um, we had Jamboree, like I said, with, with DCAB early in the year. And so we were aware of Caleb Hundley and, and, you know, some of his medical conditions. Coach Wardlow had mentioned that, you know, because we weren't even guaranteed to play, you know, week one with all the COVID stuff going on, he wanted Caleb to get some plays in the Jamboree. And, you know, obviously he said, hey, don't go, you know, he wants to be a football player. There's no reason to take it, you know, to take it easy or anything like that, but at the same time be aware. And, and that's what we did. And so we were familiar and he'd mentioned it before the game that, Hey, he's our kicker and just want to bring it to your attention. And, and, and I talked to my boys about it when we talk about that, about being aware of game situations and things like that. And as the game progressed, you know, it was getting towards the end of the second quarter and, and uh, we kind of knew it was going to be over at half coach Wardlow kind of indicated that. And, and so, uh, uh, honestly, they, they snuck him out there in, in the backfield and, and the coaches didn't catch it. And uh, we didn't know that. We didn't realize that's what they were going to do. We knew he was going to be doing some kicking and playing some defense. And, and so he came out there and, and then on his first play, you know, we, you know, the boys recognized it and tackled him. And, and I think he had a nice gain on it. And then, and, you know, as it progressed, uh, you know, we were just telling the boys, hey, be aware, be aware. And as you know as the next play comes in and next thing you know you know he's running he found a seam he's running up the sideline and and made a nice little cut back and got in for a touchdown and you know um i'm so proud of my boys uh they made that decision on the field in the moment real time you know it was a spontaneous decision on their part we didn't pre-plan it or even talk about it i had no idea caleb was going to be playing offense and and my guys looked at each other and said hey let's do the right thing here and give this young man a great memory in his senior year and a COVID year and all those things that, you know, we've all had to deal with. And it was a great feel good moment. And, you know, they did it. I don't, you know, they didn't, they did it out of respect for Caleb and the, and, and the stories we've heard about, you know, what a good young man he is and, and, you know, playing football with his medical conditions and all those things. And I'm just really proud of him. And I'm proud that we could be, you know, play a small part in, in giving, you know, DCAP football family and what's been a rough year for them and a COVID filled year and, a lot of uncertainty. We've gave them a good memory or been a part of it, and, and we're pretty proud of that as well. I think definitely uh, moments like that, you know, it, that that's one of the, you know, the special – that's uh, definitely one of the special moments about playing um, high school football like this. So, uh, Coach, uh, let's go ahead and let's move on to uh, business now. Um, Eight-man district three semifinals. Um, you guys have a rematch against Pattonsburg. I know that um, you and I talked about Pattonsburg a little bit. It's um, – week three when I first interviewed you for the first time. And, um, Coach, just uh, run us through the scouting report once again with Pattonsburg, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Well, they sure put a lot of pressure on you, um, you know, and, and, and with their offense especially and in their special teams with the onside kicks that they do. And, you know, for us, we we, we just got to execute. And, and we were able to do that the first time we played them. But at the same time, you know, they, they've got athletes at every position, <laughs> a great quarterback, and – and they just put a lot of pressure on a defense. And so we've got to do a real good job of reading our keys and trusting our eyes and all the cliches that football coaches say. And we just got to, you know, we don't have the same game plan, obviously, but we've got to repeat our execution of the game plan from the last time we played them. And, and if we can execute, I think we'll have a chance to be successful. And then, you know, on the defensive side, we've seen some things where they're making some improvements. You know, that's one thing they've struggled with. And that's not a secret. Coach, Coach Cavan be the first to tell you that. And, it, uh, you know, they've made some improvements along the way. So we're, we're expecting it to be a really tight ball game. And, you know, they were, they were, they're, they're ranked for a reason or we're ranked during the season for a reason. And, and they're, you know, they're just real talented and we, we've got to execute on both sides of the ball real well, or, or we're going to find ourselves, you know, in a game that, that, that could go either way. And, and, you know, we're hoping to move on. So we got to play good football. Well, I think it's going to be a fun football game of um, coach. Um, 
I want to thank you so much again for joining me here on the podcast, and um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. I appreciate it, Clifton. Thank you. Thank you, North Andrew Coach Dwayne Williams, for joining the show just like always. We do also have a conversation with Pattonsburg Head Coach Scott Cavan. We talked about how they prepared during the bye week and this week's game against North Andrew. Here's Pattonsburg Coach Scott Cavan right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We are talking eight-man district three. We got Pattonsburg Head Coach Scott Cavan back with us. How you doing, Coach? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm getting ready for um getting ready for the second round of district play. So, um, Coach, um, unfortunately, you guys didn't get to um, play your first round game against Bishop LeBlanc, an unfortunate end to their regular to their um playoff run. So, um, Coach, um, talk about what you guys have. What have you guys worked on? You know, during practice and how have you guys been um, handling your bye week? Yeah, you know, I mean, always. Uh, bye weeks have their positives and their negatives, but the way we got our bye week uh, obviously sucks. I mean, sucks for LeBlanc. I mean, you hate it for the kids. I mean, there's just no way, no other way to put it. I mean, and this the time, uh, this, this the times that they are. Um, I feel for those kids over at LeBlanc, all the kids that have had their season ended because of COVID, they don't get to even get on the field uh, to play one more time. Um, and so, but yeah, we got the we got the unexpected bye week and. We took it as an opportunity to get healthy um, and get, get some guys that have been banged up pretty much all year, get them an extra week to heal up and not have to play a game on Friday night, and that really helps with those ankle, those bum ankles and those those bumps and bruises that are hurting. You know, you just you get those knocked out, um, and then it gives you an extra week of preparation for Friday night. I mean, uh, you work on yourself. You get a week to work on yourself and things that you struggle with of offensively or defensively, just cleaning things up and you know, that way you get that extra week of preparation, you're healthy. The only thing, the only thing is now you haven't played for two weeks and you hope you're able to get off to a hot start when you step on the field uh, Friday night. But it's just an extra week to prepare, you know, almost a, a jump start uh, getting ready for the week. Absolutely. This is definitely definitely a jump start. Um, maybe, maybe needed, you know. Uh, you guys are um, going to be taking on North Andrew once again. Um, it was a rematch from um, week three, just um, – Go over the scouting report once again as far as North Andrew, and um, what can we expect from this ball game on Friday? Yeah, you know, I expect it to be um, nothing. I mean, I don't think much has changed since week three and what they're going to try and do and what we're going to try and do. Um, I mean, the, the the plus of this one is it uh, won't be a muddy field. It's going to be dry and uh, about perfect weather for us um, is what, is what we're, we're looking forward to in that scenario. But really – um, as much as I'd like to say that the mud played into it, I mean, they just whipped us all over the field the first time we played them. I mean, um, what they like to do is get the ball and run, they run it down, uh, run it down your throats. Um, and they got two, two good, uh, they got a good quarterback, a good fullback and a good, really good t- talented tailback, um, that they're able to do that with. And then, um, uh, and then they, when they drop back to throw it, the quarterback's got a good arm and they do a good job of that. So, I mean, Offensively, they're pretty. They're pretty. They're pretty sound um, when they want to do what's what they want to do, and they do it well. I mean, they're, they're they don't um, they don't change what they're going to try to do. You know what's coming. You just got to be able to stop it. And so our goal defensively this week is to make them get do something they're not comfortable with. Make them do something they're not used to doing. Uh, may get a little stops and and get them out of their comfort zone a little bit, which they've been in all year. 
Um, and then offensively, we just got to take care of the football. Um, I mean, we've, we've, we've preached it, um, to the kids all week. Uh, we got to take care of, we can't turn the ball over, um, to beat a good team. And so we can't throw interceptions, can't fumble the football, take care of it on offense. And if we can do that and then like their strength defensively, I mean, um, if anybody looks at them, they're not, they don't just, I've, I've said this a couple times this week, they don't scream speed. Um, but, but as a team, they play fast on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, um, they got eight guys flying to the ball at all times. I mean, we, we, all, we, we've always, they don't give up the big play. We've, we've wanted to be able to, um, to make guys, make a guy miss and get in the open field, get our athletes in space. And that's how we get our big plays. You make one guy miss an eight man. They say it's, it's a touchdown, but against those guys, you make one guy miss. There's another guy there. You got to make him miss. And then they just got eight guys coming. Um, sometimes you got, you got the ball 20 yards down the field and their defensive line's making a tackle. Um, just because they pursue so well, they fly around. I mean, and that they don't, they're just not going to give up the big play. So you're going to have to sustain drives and nickel and dime it down the field um, to be able to, to be able to score. Well, coach, um, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the uh, podcast. Once again, and talking about your boys and uh, talking about your uh, football team and uh, good luck to you guys against North Andrew. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Coach Kevin, for the conversation there. The other game in District 3 is South Holt and Ottawa Holt taking on King City. That is the two versus the six game. We did have an opportunity to talk with South Holt and Ottawa Holt, but we did get an opportunity to talk with King City coach Micah Breckenridge. We talked about last Saturday's game against Ork and this week's game against the Spartans. Here's Coach Breckenridge right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast talking eight-man District 3 football. We got King City Wildcat head coach Micah Breckenridge all with us. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate being here. Oh, absolutely. Um, coach, um, we're talking district football. Your team went as a sixth seed. You guys went and took care of business. I guess the number three seed, Orc, um, 72 to um, 20 was the final that I got. Um, coach, just um, walk through the ball game. Yeah, you know, we, uh, you know, starting out the game, uh, I think we, we uh, received the opening kickoff. Uh, there was something, you know, in any football game that you want to do. And, you know, we wanted to, you know, start off good on an opening possession. And, and we did just that. You know, we marched down the field. Um, you know, and, and, and defensively, I think, uh, you know, Oryx, you know, Plessis had been, you know, they just came out of, out of quarantine. So, you know, they, uh, they were fired up, I think, ready to play, hungry. Um, you know, so defensively, they, uh, you know, they really got off it. Uh, you know, and, and it took us several plays to march down the field. But, you know, we marched down the field, didn't make any mistakes. And the ball, uh, you know, just executed, uh, you know, in a, in a long, methodical drive and, and punched it in. Uh, you know, and, and pretty much from that point, so, you know, our offense just kept rolling, you know, throughout the game. Uh, defensively, we, we stepped up. Kids played hard, played fast, um, had, had a lot of uh, a lot of purple helmets to the football, which is always a good thing. Um, you know, and then I think we ended uh, ended the first uh, half with a uh, Parker Muff was at defensive end, and and uh, they threw a little bubble pass and was able to to pick it off and return it for a touchdown, which uh, you know you know pretty much kind of sealed the game, even though it was just the end of the first half. That gave us a, gave us a big lead going into the half. And then, uh, you know, second half, we uh, you know, were able to, to knock down a few more scores and, and get the running clock going and, and 
you know, at, at that point, uh, you know, we, we had it in the bag. But overall, you know, offense, defense, probably one of our, you know, most complete, you know, games and, and mistakes were limited. And, um, you know, so it was just an all-around, uh, you know, good effort on our on our part. Well, Coach, um, let's talk about this uh, semifinal game. You guys are on the road again. Uh, this time at the number two seed, South Holt, Nottaway Holt. Um, one of the top teams in the Highway 275. Um, Coach, just um, walk through the scouting report as far as the Spartans, and um, what can we expect on Friday? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, you know, last week versus Oric, we really, you know, didn't know a lot about those guys. Um, you know, and then, you know, we kind of play South Holt, Nottaway Holt. Um, you know, they're the other team we don't, you know, haven't played in several years, um, you know, at King City. Um, you know, even though we're, you know, side by side in, in conferences, uh, you know, it, it allows us to at least be familiar with, you know, with the players and, and you know, know what they're capable of. And, and, you know, of course, you know, you start with the, the quarterback in Quinlan, just, a, you know, an outstanding, uh, you know, athlete, big, strong, fast kid. Um, so he, you know, he's always, you know, the number one threat. And and then, you know, in the in the backfield with the with the Scoggins kids, they bring several other kids. You know, they're pretty deep. And, you know, backfield and, and you know, have a lot of speed. Um, you know, the the guys up front do a, do a great job of blocking. And, and you, know, you you may finish, you know, at the top. Uh, you know, with with one loss in the 275. You know, you know they didn't have a good ball club. So, you know, we, uh, you know. You know, I think I think we match up well. You know, they kind of do you know some similar things that we do and have some you know similar type kids. That, you know, so it's it's going to be a an exciting, fun matchup. I think uh, you know I know our kids are are really looking forward to it. Uh, you, you just you know, look back to the beginning of the season, not not knowing that we were going to get to play week one, and and you know here, here we are, week eleven, still still rolling. And uh, but you know at this time it's 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 win or, or go home. So you know our kids have, have been hungry and had a, had a great week of practice. So uh, yeah, it's it's going to definitely be a big challenge, and they they pose a you know pose a lot of threats uh, you know on the football field. Well, coach, uh, I think it's going to be a great ball game. I talked about it with Devin and Anthony. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be one of the best of eight man football games of the evening. So uh, this is a game that I'm really looking forward to. Um, Coach Breckenridge, um, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the podcast once again, and um, good luck to you and your boys against South Holt, Nottaway Holt. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having us, and, and all that you're doing for the game of football and eight-man football, so keep up the great work. Thank you. Thank you so much, Wildcat Head Coach Michael Breckenridge, for joining the show. That rounds out District 3. On to District 2 now. It is the one seed of Southwest Livingston Wildcats. They're going to be taking on the four-seed Concordia. We had an opportunity to talk to head coach Ord Magruder of the Wildcats. Here's his, here's him and I's conversation here on the Cliff Notes podcast. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. Uh, we're talking eight man district two. We got Ord Magruder from Southwest Livingston on the on the on the show with us. How you doing, coach? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, coach, um, didn't um, didn't end up playing a game last week. You guys earned a buy. Um, Talk about uh, last week, the last week of practice, and um, what were some of the things that you uh, really wanted to accomplish in practicing uh, during a bye week? Well, number one for us is uh, to get healthy. Uh, you know, we've been beat up since early on in the season. Um, 
you know, we had a tight schedule there early on because we had to do some quarantining and stuff as a team. Um, so I think it really took a toll on our body. So just getting a little bit of time to recover. Um, then we kind of did some, you know, early in the, all in the week, we kind of did some team building stuff and uh, just let the boys have fun a little bit and uh, still compete against each other. And then, you know, later on in the week, we started getting back to fundamentals, just make sure we were carrying the ball properly, tackling properly, you know. Um, getting on later on in the season, you want to, you know, still stress that you're doing the right things. Um, and then, you know, we kind of threw in some uh, possible offenses and defense we'll see later on and how we need to line up against them and stuff like that. And, um, you know, then we finally found out who our opponent was on Friday. So exchanged some film, got a scout wrote up, and then this week got back after it. Well, Coach, let's talk about uh, this week's game. Uh, Concordia earned a um... – 42-32 to 32 victory over Santa Fe on Friday night, which uh, earned them an opportunity to play you guys. Um, Coach, uh, just talk about the scouting report as far as Concordia and uh, what can we expect from the football game on Friday? You know, it's uh, one one of the drawbacks of running our offense is it's, you know, we're probably one of two teams that really run a true spread. Um, you know, us in Pattonsburg, so if the team didn't play Pattonsburg earlier in the year, it's it's hard to get a good grip on exactly what the uh, opposing defense is going to try to do to us. You know, uh, there's not a ton of spread being run around Nate, man. It's a whole lot of power football. So, um, you know, I think that's kind of led to some of our slow starts early in games offensively is because they come out in something we haven't really prepared for. So we have to do some in-game adjustments, stuff like that. Um, you know, kind of what I've preached. Oh, uh, you know, last couple of weeks was really just starting faster on offense and defense. Um, we, uh, you know, in playoff time, you you know, you can't have slow starts. Slow starts will kill you. So uh, we just got to be a little faster executing. And then we kind of have a plan for what they're going to do on our defense. And uh, just, you know, you're kind of guessing, like I said. But, uh, yeah, you know, kind of figured they might, you know, do some 3-1-4 on us and stuff like that. And, um, you know, We'll just see what happens and adjust as it goes. And then offensively, you know, they run multiple sets and they spread it out and then they pack in tight. You know, they got some really good athletes. Uh, number 21, they they move him all over the place. And that kid is a heck of an athlete. You know, he had a awesome game against Santa Fe last week. And, you know, he played quarterback, running back, receiver. You know, they used him everywhere. So we got to keep an eye on him. And then um, when number two is a quarterback, you know, he can really throw it and they do some uh, reverse rollout type stuff, and so our ends when we're rushing, you know, we gotta maintain uh, good discipline and not, you know, cut inside of him and take good angles. But um, you know, I think it'd be a good ball game. Well, Coach McGruder, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on and taking a few minutes with me and joining me on the podcast here this weekend. Uh, good luck to you and your boys. All right, thanks, sir. Appreciate your coverage. Thank you so much, head coach Or Magruder of the Southwest Livingston Wildcats. On to the, it was supposed to be North Shelby versus Norbert Harden Central, but that game has been canceled now due to Norbert Harden Central um, having to back out of this game and back out of the season. So Norbert Harden Central didn't even get to play a postseason game with Schuyler County backing out on their game last week. Amen District 1 to round out the coverage. We got Jasper and Drexel. And then we got Archie and Rich Hill. And that will round out the eight-man pregame show. Definitely um, stay tuned. We're going to be having some interviews with Devin Albertson and Anthony Cray. We're going to post those tomorrow, later on today. 
as we um as we continue to preview eight man football across the state of Missouri.